What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode 10 of Dead With My Friends podcast. I am Steve. I'm Nick. And to ring in the new year, we are talking Terror Train. So, Stephen, I'm fucking glad you actually got to come down. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's New Year's Eve. We've got plans with friends, and we thought, what a great time to talk about Terror Train since it is a slasher film that takes place on New Year's yep. Eve. And uh, yeah, we're we're starting off the new year right, man. Oh yeah, I think so. And I mean, like you said, tomorrow's New Year's Eve. Yeah. So as soon as the ball drops, you know what that means? Twilight Zone. Oh shit, yeah. dude! I totally forgot that. Yeah. Like. Sci-fi does their 24 hours of uh, Twilight Zone marathon. Yep. One of my favorites, I'd have to say, is the the ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. And yeah, um, he was an asshole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other one where like the old man is dying, and like he makes like his uh family members like wear like these oh, gruesome masks that like at the stroke at so midnight great. they they fuck and then they take the mask off and, and like, it becomes their the, face. Yeah. yeah, that, one, yeah. That, one, that one's good. I like that. One. I I definitely think. Uh, you know, we should before our festivities begin tomorrow because I feel like it starts tomorrow. It probably does. Yeah, we I, should we should sure we should throw on a few Twilight Zone episodes. Yeah, dude, absolutely. I have a box set actually right over there. Oh shit! Yeah, look yeah. at that, dude. The thing about Twilight Zone, which is really fucking interesting, is I always swear I've seen every episode, and then every time the Every time sci-fi throws it on and we and they do like the the 24 hours of it, I yeah. always fucking see an episode I've never seen before. Yeah, I'm kind of like picky and choosy. Like I've got some of my favorites, but you know, sometimes I'll kind of branch out and just watch some random ones that are that just happen to be on TV during New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So, dude, Time Enough at Last is the best episode. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, you had to have, man. That's such a famous episode, dude. It's when um it's when the one guy, he's a banker, and all he wants to do is just read. But his wife won't let him read. He tries to read at work, which you shouldn't do. What do you mean, Nick? You read scripts at work. I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wasn't supposed to. But I read, yeah, I read scripts at work. But it, it was a great pastime. I learned a lot. But um, all he wants to do is read. So one day he ends up going into the vault, I guess, to grab some money or something. And then I guess the vault closes behind him. If I'm remembering it correctly, I think the vault closes behind him. And then there's like a nuclear wipeout. Actually, I shouldn't even be fucking telling you because yeah, like you're, gotta... you're fucking staring at me all blank. Like you've yeah, never even seen, seen the this episode. episode. <laughs> all right. I'm not going to tell you what happens, yeah. but I'm going to tell you it's a great fucking episode. Another one I like is uh, it's William Shatner. Him and his wife, uh, they're like at some restaurant. Yep. And they keep feeding this like little devil machine. Yep. Like, and he's like telling them the, the future. future. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. William Shatner, I only think, did two episodes. Yeah. He did that one and then the one with the plane and like yep. the ghoul on the. That was the first episode I had ever seen of Twilight Zone. And it was like. Which a... one? The plane one? Or yeah. The... Nightmare at 20,000 feet. Yeah. That was a great one. A teacher of mine had actually showed us that one in like middle school. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He was an, he was an interesting teacher, dude. I remember that day. He was drunk when he came back for sure. I'm not going to say his name. Okay. <laughs> but I remember it like kind of like the the one teacher from the faculty who's always like putting his flask in the Yeah. in the coffee. Exactly. <laughs> he he like fucking came around the 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 room and dude, I smelled fucking alcohol in his breath. And we had just come back from lunch. Yeah. And then he throws on 
Twilight Zone. He's like, fuck he, it, I don't want <laughs> to teach today. Yeah, he just wanted he just wanted to fucking kick it, man. But yeah, I guarantee you though, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be on early. But yeah, maybe we should throw on some episodes. I think I think they're still streaming on Netflix as well. I think we should try to sneak it on at the party tomorrow. Yeah, because like who? Wants oh to no, watch? Yeah, no, they watch it. Oh cool. Yeah, everybody cool. watches it. It's like I'm not really trying to sit through. I mean, I know we'll all be like shooting the shit and everything. Um, but who the fuck wants to sit through a bunch of like people like lip syncing? Bullshit. I never watch that shit. Nah. I only usually like catch the tail end when the Yeah, like the last out. 15 minutes is yeah. like the time to throw it on. But yeah, dude. So let's talk fucking Terror Train, dude. Real quick, it, before yeah. before we uh start getting into the plot breakdown and everything, you want to introduce our uh our uh, friend here? <laughs> so yeah, this is Steven's mask. This is Groucho. This is from the era of when Terror Train had come out. You know, this is a 76 Caesar mask. I actually found this for him. Yeah, man. You did me a huge favor. Like, I've always appreciated this mask. And, uh, you know, you are you were more of a mask collector. Yeah. Um, I'm not also, really, but there for a second. I was like, yeah, for those that, like, aren't watching and just listening, I have the mask from the movie. Yeah. And, yeah. Not it's the a, actual one. Not a screen use, but it is the mask that's, that's used, um... In the movie, uh, the killer he he goes through multiple costumes, but like the Groucho mask always stuck out to me, and the fact that you were able to track one down yeah. is so sick. Well, I mean, in the mat in like the collecting community, dude, like these this mask is it's an iconic mask, man. Like we're horror collectors, dude, so we collect heart masks, we collect Michael Myers masks, Leatherface masks, you fucking name it. Yeah. And I mean, Terror Trains. That's a fucking iconic movie. And I mean it's like it's the only movie that uses a Groucho mask. Yeah. And know? it's creepy, man. Like it's not and it you know, a lot of like when you think like, oh, the Groucho disguise, it's just the glasses and the nose and the yeah. mustache. No, this this is like the legit mask. Yeah. No, it's super cool. I would have liked to have kept it for myself, but I know that you're a really big Terror Train fan. I love Terror big Train. Terror Train. I'll yeah, big Terror Train fan, yeah, man. I'll eventually find one. And yeah. and I'll put in the collection. I stopped collecting masks. You know, I it just became way too much. I got rid of all my stuff, but I'm starting to get back into it. I just want to get certain pieces and then call it a fucking day. <laughs> I get, but then it's again, an expensive hobby. Oh, man, it is. Yeah. And like over like back in the day, I was able to make it work. I was also a lot younger and I didn't have as much responsibilities and bills and all that shit and you know, but um, yeah, I want to get back into collecting masks, man. I paint masks and everything like that too. So, yeah, if you need a Leatherface mask, hit this guy up. Yeah, check out the Butcher's Gallery on Instagram. That's my um, mask painting page. So, check it out. It's awesome. I I have a lot of fun doing it. I gotta get a uh, old Groucho here some better glasses that are more movie accurate. I mean, these are like some cheap glasses that I th stock glasses that probably came with the mask yeah he's got like square frames yeah. I think like in it something similar to that at least but yeah it's awesome and then like in the movie they cut the eyes out more so you yeah. can see Kenny's eyes Kenny yeah Kenny's eyes behind the mask and then the the I think the mustache is a little bit different in it yeah it's got kind of more of an upwards curl but that's yeah. okay 
hey dude you got a fucking groucho but it is the mask caesar groucho yeah. man so you know i would never sell it don't um, ever fucking sell him and if I, you do sell him to me obviously but i'm not gonna i was offered um i think like 160 nah, for it. it ain't fucking worth it nah no way someone saw it because i anytime i watch this movie i always post like this movie um that i have on display here for those that are uh just listening with my groucho Marx mask mm-hmm. and i had someone like hit me up like hey is that are you willing to sell it i'll give you like 160 like just drop your paypal yeah no and i was like you. no thanks man like I, there's a lot of sentimental value to this since i had found that one for you i haven't seen one for sale yeah i i don't i feel like they just don't come up not really man not really and the guy that i bought it from like he's he's deep he's deep into collecting man so so he was the one who was giving it up it sits nicely on like my movie shelf and it, it's funny because like past relations um anytime someone slept over they're like can you fucking put a towel over that thing and i'm like no no, <laughs> no the groucho stays the groucho, groucho mask stays on yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, let's get into a bit of a plot breakdown here. Yeah. Do you want to just fucking, you want to read the back? Yeah. Shout Factory probably do a nice fucking, a nice synopsis on it. This is the Shout Factory um, uh, collector's edition, um, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, Terror Train. Um, Out of print now, with the slip at least. Don't worry, it'll get a 4K. Yeah, I'm sure. They're, they're, They're doing all, Shout Factory, Scream Factory, they're doing like, redoing all of their movies with the 4K releases so Dude, i i want to get um little sidebar i'm gonna get the black christmas one especially with your setup here i i would definitely you're gonna end up seeing billy's full face yeah <laughs> i feel like we're gonna see it as clear as day with that scan yeah but all right man so all read, right. The, read the back of the dvd let's get the synopsis going and then let's talk about this flick all right back of the cover it's new year's eve and a group of college co-eds have planned a masquerade bash aboard a chartered train what they didn't plan on was that a knife-wielding psycho would crash the party and begin slaughtering the guests one by one. Who is the brutal costume killer? Could it be the mysterious magician, David Copperfield? <laughs> with a talent for swordplay? A former frat pledge with an axe to grind? Or any number of other guests, both invited and uninvited? Also starring Academy Award winner Ben Johnson... Supporting actor, The Last Picture Show, Hart Borchner, Botchner, and Dee Dee Winters, they don't mention- a.k.a. Vanity. Okay. They don't mention Jamie Lee on there? On no. The no. Well, she's on the front. Yeah, but they that's weird. Yeah. That's she's the it. star of the movie, and they don't even put so, her So, yeah, back. so this movie's got Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. you know, coming off the cusp of... Uh, Halloween and prom night. She was filming prom night back to back. Oh, with this. You know what's funny? Prom night's a... This is a Canadian film, and so is prom night. Prom night is a Canadian film. So, yeah. I didn't know that they were filming like... Yeah, she filmed them back to back. Wow, okay. So, you know, she was riding off the hype of Halloween. Like, Mm -hmm. she was the scream queen at the time. And, uh, yeah, this has a a decent cast. Uh, Vanity, uh, for those that know the movie The Last Dragon, Vanity's in that. She's... uh, Bruce Leroy's love interest. Uh, she plays like some pop star who hosts like a music show called Seventh Heaven. Total babe. Total Seventh babe. Heaven. Yeah, that's what that's what her show is called in the movie Seventh Heaven. You think Seventh Heaven TV show 
got inspiration from that? Might have because it's probably a saying. The I last, don't know. yeah, the last dragon came out in '85, and you know, Seventh Heaven came out in like the '90s, right? So, but yeah, uh, Vanity, total babe. Um, David Copperfield, yeah, David Copperfield's in it. He goes by the magician, the magician. And, I, and if I'm correct, yeah. I don't know, I, I didn't check my facts on it, but I think that this was probably one of only David Copperfield's flicks that he had ever done where he like didn't play himself in it. Yeah. Like he goes by the magician, so he's a character mm-hmm. in this. But not him. But, but not I, David yeah. Copperfield. Yeah. But David Copperfield rules. Yet he was awesome in this one. Yeah, he we, really was. We just got done watching this. That's kind of what we do when we when we uh shoot in person is uh we'll watch on Nick's sixty four sixty five. Come on, man. Four K TV with his nice sound bar and setup here on the couch. Yeah, five point one surround sound. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's the nice setup. Um best way to view these kind of movies and uh we were just talking we we're like dude david copperfield is quite the presence yeah quite a handsome man dude yeah dude he, he... I, didn't, I didn't think Matt magic could be so sexy <laughs> <laughs> he had a charm to him in the he movie did. man he was a you very know? charming guy he was also the red herring in the flick too yes yes he was they definitely want you to believe that like david copperfield's character is the one um committing all these murders yeah but uh Little do they know, old Kenny. The real twist, though, is hidden in plain sight. Yes. But we will get to that. Yeah. Let's get to that. Let's talk okay. a little bit more about it. So, like, the movie starts with a flashback um, on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Three years prior. Pri- prior okay. to, like, wh- yeah. what, like, is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of like initiation night or something. Dude, it just like, seemed like they were always initiating. Like, Doc yeah. was always just, like, doing something. Doc was the biggest asshole. Yeah. He was, like, the leader of the fraternity. I hate that motherfucker. Doc and Mo, and, uh, you know, they've got all these freshmen, and they're wearing these caps, and it's just like, you've got to get laid tonight, or you, you, you're you stuck wearing the cap all <laughs> semester. And um, they play a prank on this, this kid, Kenny. So they, like, bait him up to think, like, he's about to sleep with Jamie Lee Curtis's character. And it turns out that they've got a fucking dead body because they're medical students. So they cop the body from the morgue Mm -hmm. and Kenny gets in bed with it and just realizes it's a fucking dead old woman and her like limbs fall apart. Yeah. And he has like a total freak out. That's when it skips three years ahead. Yeah. And we're back on New Year's Eve. They're all about to graduate with like their bachelor's degree. They're all like pre-med students. And, uh, you know, it's like one Last big hoorah yeah. with this masquerade party on the train. Which I think is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I like that. It's different, you know? Yeah, like, I don't know many people that, well, besides, like, that New Year's Eve uh, episode on um, Twilight Zone, like, what other masquerade parties... That's true. You know, have been used in a movie on New Year's Eve. That's true. You know, I think that's a really cool idea. And, yeah. it, you know, it's on a train, so, like, the, the setting is dope. The train aspect too, like just adds like that confined, yeah, like nowhere to, nowhere to go. What are you gonna do? You're gonna jump off the fucking train. What are you gonna do to get away from a killer? Exactly. You know, in like sub freezing weather up in Canada. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. I just think that it was a great setting for it. Yeah, I like when horror movies take place on a train. Like another like favorite of mine is Horror Express, which is like a seventies. Never heard of that. Um, one. It's yeah. There's uh Christopher Lee is in it. Oh, cool. Peter Cushing's in it. Oh, dude, cool. Yeah, it's a great one. Uh, one of my grandfather's favorites. But pretty much like Christopher Lee is like this 
uh, explorer who finds like a missing link body. Oh, but it happens... dude, you fucking got me sold. Well, when you said explorer, yeah, train explorer. Oh, another thing, Murder on the Orient Express. That's a that's another train flick, but you probably have never seen it. I haven't seen it, but there's also Train to Busan. Train to Busan, yeah. true, true. Night Train to Terror. So Night train like, to terror. you know, oh, mid- Midnight Meat Train. True. That's yeah. on the subway though. Uh yeah, true. Eh, true. I guess it counts. Yeah. Oh, Creep. Creep is another good one. That's uh I've it's an English creep. horror horror. Oh, dude, you got to finish it. It gets fucking crazy. Yeah. Not the one with, like, the wolf mask. It oh. Came out... Yeah, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. This came out in, like, the early to mid-2000s. It was, like, a UK horror where it's, like, this, like, mutant deformed killer in, in like, the subways of, like, UK. Oh, cool. I yeah, it's that. it's fucking, dude, it's it's pretty fucking wild. It, it scared me as a kid. I think I was, like, a little too young to be Great. watching it. Yeah. But uh, to jump back on track, man, yeah, anytime, like, a horror movie is set on a train, it... it it makes for a good setting, and I, I dig it. Yeah. I dig it a lot. I love the shots in this of the train, though. Like, um, like in the beginning when when like the the whole gate opens. Yeah, and then you see the train the title card. Yeah, too. it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I fucking love that, man. And then just like the shots throughout the movie of the train itself, like going through the night with yeah. the smoke bellowing and all that. It it was just so cool, man. Like the shots were great in this movie. And you know, we kind of grew up next to the train because yeah. like where I originally lived down here um my house was like right next to the train tracks and it's kind of like almost like a white noise like whenever i hear i know like you it doesn't phase you because like you know you've heard it so like your whole life living here but whenever i come back and i hear that train i'm like i'm home (laughs) you know it's a comforting feeling it's like i'm home yeah there's there's the train yeah dude i used to walk those tracks all the time very dangerous I bet. Yeah. It so was my mom when she, you know, cause she grew up in the neighborhood that like we ended up living before we moved uh, a little bit up North. It was a shortcut for us, man. I, I had a buddy that lived where you used to live. So, and I mean, we were skateboarding all the time. I would fucking skate down to his place. We would fucking skate in the neighborhood. And then we would just walk up through the woods, like stand by me. Yeah. And then we would just walk the tracks, you know, all the way to like another town where all the best skate spots were, and that's what we would do. But, dude, we would fucking walk that shit at night. Dude, I remember, like, older neighborhood kids um, got in trouble because they were, like, train hopping, and, like, one of the kids' like mom was a cop. But, yeah, they got busted, and they were in some deep shit because, like, it was one of those, like, tight-knit neighborhoods down in Baymar where, like, everyone knew, like, what people were up to, kind of, so... Yeah, it was super fucking dangerous, man. There was times where like I would be on the fucking trestle, dude, and the trains would be coming, bro. And it's just you like, feel it, yeah, yeah. Like a mother- I was like, holy shit. Did you feel like Michael from fucking Lost Boys? Yeah, on the trestle. Yeah, I, dude. Anytime I'd fucking <laughs> walk over that, I'd always think about you didn't that think movie. About it? Yeah. yeah, like just like hanging off of it, you know. Come on, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Let go yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Good times, man. Good, good fucking times, yeah. man. We trains all... are cool. Yeah, trains rule, man. Trains are cool. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine, fucking awesome. Thomas the Tank Engine, yeah. man. That used to be my shit when I was a little fucking kid, man. So we talked about the Groucho Marx mask, and it's on the cover amongst like other masks. How do you feel about like the killer hopping from costume to costume? I mean, I agree with you about the Groucho being. Yeah, it should have been the one. definitive. I guess I don't really like the fact that he had hopped from different costumes. I think they should have just kept the Groucho, but I guess it kind of makes sense that he had to jump from different costumes, yeah, man. Because he's in such a confined space, and 
you know, he he definitely would have been caught way sooner had he like stayed in the same costume. Right. So for plot's sake, I get it, but like yeah. the Groucho mask looks so cool. Yeah. But yeah, he hops into like a lizard costume and that's like worn by one of the people that helped play a prank so he's just trying to get revenge on all these people that were involved in this prank in the beginning of the movie he's just picking them off one by one and their girlfriends yeah and it's it's like he's saving uh the character doc and uh jamie lee curtis's character for last because doc clearly set it up and jamie lee curtis's character she was the bait which kenny you know, he was interested in her. So, oh, yeah, of course. You know. Well, they knew that that's how they'd get him. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the kills aren't super violent or gory, but it's okay. Like, there's enough other things going on that still makes it very entertaining. Most of the killings, though, were, like, off camera. Yeah. We only saw one, really. So it starts with the funny guy. Where he gets the Groucho costume yep. before they hop on the train. Yeah, right, he sticks a sword through him, which right. we don't see him stabbing the funny dude. He walks in the frame, and he has a fucking. He already has a sword. He has in a him. sword yeah. through him, and he's wearing the Groucho. Mm-hmm. And, and then he pops that, and then the killer takes the costume off, right? And then we hop on the train, and then he's wearing the Groucho. Then he hops to the um, one dude who's wearing the lizard costume, and we see him get it. We see yeah. him get killed. He smashes his face in the mirror. Yeah, so he kills the dude in the lizard costume. And the one of the main conductors like discovers the body. He's like, "Oh shit, there's a dead body." But then he hops into that costume and plays it off like, "Oh, he was just drunk." Yeah. Because Doc's girl, um, I think her name was Mitchie. Yeah. Uh, she's like, "Oh, that's just so and so," and he's like, "What? No, that person was dead." The bathroom was covered in blood. Yeah. The the mirror was broken, and then the, the guy's dead body was on the floor. Yeah, and the conductor finds him. Yeah, and he even checks his pulse, and he's like, "Yeah, he's he's, he's like, dead. fuck." He goes and he tells his uh, he tells like the other the other train conductor, yeah, whomever. He's like, "Yeah, guy's kid's dead in the back." Then they go and they check it out, and then it makes it look like, "Oh no, he yeah, was just drunk." It's all, all nice and cleaned up. He's like, "What happened?" And he pulls like an empty bottle of, of liquor, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he's just wasted. And he's like stumbling out and playing it off and everything. And it's too. great because like Mitchie who is Doc's girlfriend, she was obviously in on it, and she's, like, you know, got who she thinks is, like, her friend, but it's, you know, Kenny under, and she's, like, pulling him into one of the train carts to get a little private time because she finds out, like, Doc is, like, with Vanity's character. Everybody's sleeping around. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of cheating going on in this movie. Everyone is just, like you said, sleeping around. So Mitchie's like, I'm going to get in on the action myself, and she thinks it's her one friend. Yeah, they try getting to it. She's like, oh, cold hands makes the... You know what they say? Cold hands, something warm warm heart. heart. Yeah. But it's it's the dude that Kenny just killed in the lizard costume, his hand. Yeah. So he puts on it, and then he just, I guess, it kills her quietly in the little bunk area. That was a callback, though, in the beginning. Yeah. Too. Because... With the the severed hand. Yep. In the beginning, the severed hand was from the cadaver that was in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. right? And Doc had it in his back yeah. pocket yep. yeah and he, he like gave it to kenny right yeah. in the beginning so yeah it was a cool little callback to it so yeah after mitchie bites the dust um the conductor again finds mitchie's body poor and conductor man d- so now he's <laughs> like i know i'm not imagining this now and 
Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, she's she's looking for her fucking friend. Her and Jamie Lee are like tight. They're yeah, like they're like chilling all best night. friends. Yeah. Jamie Lee's looking for her, and the conductor finds her shoe, and she's like, "Hey, that's Mitchie's shoe. Do you know what happened to her?" And he's like, "I don't want to talk about it right here." Yeah, and he like forces her and like the to the back, back, which I thought was like. I was like, I wouldn't fucking go. I wouldn't go with him. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a little suspicious, but um, he ends up showing Jamie Lee Curtis that her body is. Yeah, he's is like, there. she's dead. Yeah, she's like for real. They don't want to create a panic, but yeah. then she so they're goes. Gonna keep it to, they're going to keep it to themselves. Yeah, they're going to keep it to themselves. But Jamie Lee Curtis is like her character. She just like, I got to let Mo, who is her boyfriend, Doc, who is like the head asshole of the fraternity. She's like gotta let like them know because again that's that's Doc's girl. They kind of already speculate that it's Kenny, but he's in like a mental institution apparently. Yeah, I think that's where he was. Yeah, because he was all fucked up from that prank. Which, a little going back to that, I mentioned like the slow motion. So he's like, and there's all fucking freak out. It's a little yeah. Weird, when he but... freaks out, he like. So the way that they have the room set up is like there's like these hanging drapes over the bed. Yeah. And he gets into the bed and then he, you know, finds out that it's the cadaver. He freaks the fuck out. And then he like jumps up and then he gets like all tangled. It's kind of silly. And then, like you said, you were like, you were like, that's an interesting choice. And then it like goes slow motion. And he's like, Whoa. yeah, he has giant fucking meltdown in slow motion. It's, it, it's so fucking silly. It was a choice. It was a choice. I wouldn't have made that choice personally, but it was a choice made. And, uh, yeah, I think they just start, like, connecting, like, oh, it's Kenny. But, again, there's, like, another magic show, and Doc, for some reason, hates magic. I think it's it, – they, they explain it's linked with, like, hating Kenny. But um, he's, like, calling all of David Copperfield's shit. He's like, this is bullshit. So, like, David, I can do that. Yeah, so David Copperfield shows him up. But then – so Mo is sitting next to him. Yeah. And he looks over, and he's like, hey, isn't this bullshit, Mo? And then, like, Mo just, like, drops over. The funny thing about that, though, which I kind of picked up on, was Doc is sitting next to Mo. Mo looks like he's sleeping, like it's a snooze fest. And Doc keeps doing that. He's like, right? So then, like, I saw one time he, like, leans over to Doc to kind of, like, be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm doing it, too. Like, you know what I mean? He thought that Mo was being an asshole, too. So he was trying to be an asshole along with Mo is what I had kind of seen it. And then Mo really does drop over. He's like, oh, shit. Mo's dead. Mo's dead. Which is so crazy because, like, you're like, how the fuck did Kenny, like. We don't ever see how he gets killed, though, but that's the off-camera. A lot of off-camera kills. All of it except one person, really. What's funny about, like. Mo and Doc is like Doc is always trying to get Mo in trouble with Jamie Lee Curtis's character because Jamie Lee s- still harps on the on the prank and like you know it was fucked up this and that and she just can't let it go and whatever Doc's the fucking asshole anyway I hate Doc dude yeah he he really is like the douchebag that you want to see get it they wrote his character so well that you fucking hated him <laughs> real fucking scumbag he's just always playing pranks he's just always trying to hurt somebody just takes shit too far and he, yeah exactly he takes yeah. shit too far and Jamie Lee Curtis says it too she's like can anybody ever come to like one of your parties and not get hurt you're always yeah. trying to hurt somebody not verbatim, but she says something along those lines. Yeah, she calls he's him a out. a fucking asshole, dude. And like you said, he's always trying to get 
Mo in trouble. Yeah. So there's this one girl who's who's drunk on on the train, and she's just kind of like throwing herself at like everybody. Doc locks Mo and her in one of the rooms, but Mo's a good dude. He's not like doing anything. He's like trying to get out. He's trying to get her away from him. And she's like all stripping and shit. Yeah, and she's, she's like, wearing oh. like like pants all like, the way up all to her way, boobs, up, all the way she... up with suspenders. Yeah, and she just drops him. She's like, oh. right. And I mean, she's fucking total babe. Which I don't remember the name of the actress, but she was in this other Canadian slasher film called Humongous. There you go. So. Yeah, I think that came out in, like, 83. Canada. I've heard right. of Humongous. I've never seen it. Yeah, I have, like, the Scorpion... Re- is it... What's that label? Scorpion Releasing, I think, is the label. It's, like, an offshoot of, like, Code Red and shit. Were they the ones that put out opera? That crazy opera set? They might have. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it might have been. That's yeah. the only... Like, you said Scorpion. That jogs my memory, yeah. so that might have been. But that's a little sidebar right there. Yeah. Let's get back. Yeah, like, Doc tries to set fucking Mo up. Because he knows Jamie Lee is going to be, like, fucking looking for him. And he, he he realizes, like, he's like, shh, shh, like Doc is to the girl, the drunk girl. And she hears. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, Jamie Lee is like, yeah, Doc told me he was back here. And, like. I know he is. Doc said he was here. Yeah. Mo's just like that fucking asshole. But what's funny, and, and we discovered this upon this watch. There is, like, this bromance jealousy from doc man he is like in love with mo yeah like he it, it, it's kind of like he had a little thing for mo it seemed yeah because like when mo gets killed oh man when he's, he's like a sit- wreck. dude doc like has a total fucking breakdown he's like acting like his girlfriend died ex- yeah like even more than like jamie lee's character he's like he's got like mo coddled he's like no no he's got his like face pressed <laughs> He's like carrying him, like he, dude. My man is distraught. So hey, like, man. I mean, that might have been why he was, I mean, fucking trying to get him and Jamie Lee to break up. Who knows? Yeah, I think I definitely think there were some undertones there. Maybe. Yeah. Still doesn't give you an excuse to be an asshole, though. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Try to ruin your fucking your your homie's relationship, but yeah, Doc was an asshole, so, so he had once, his own motive. Once they once that Mo gets killed, that's when like the rest of the party sees it and then it just becomes a complete panic. Yeah. All of the train workers. He was, a, he was in a packed room. Yeah. In, at the David Copperfield magic show. Yeah. So. Which again, how Kenny pulls that kill off is. Yeah. We'll know. never know because they don't show you, but it's just crazy. You know, so everyone knows and the train workers, they're all like grabbing axes and just trying to like stop the train because doc fucking pulls the lever and then realizes that it doesn't break. So it turns out the conductor, the other conductor, I mean, there's a lot of conductors. um, Yeah. The one that's driving the actual train, Kenny took him out. They end up stopping the train and everyone just fucking gets off in like sub-freezing weather. And they're like, fuck this. Like, we don't want to stand out here and freeze. So they're like, well, if we all condense into one room, like he can't. Yeah, we'll we'll be safe. Yeah. But then Doc starts acting like totally erratic and like grabs jamie lee and then like barricades them is like it is kenny it is like that's when he realizes like they flip through the yearbook and then he's like it's him yeah they Look, see the, that, like, the magic, magician the magician page in the yearbook but that's a good that's also a really good way to make it seem like david copperfield was the the killer you know because yeah. like he could have been 
Although they didn't look alike, but still. No, they didn't, but... Yeah, so Doc has got them barricaded, and Jamie Lee's like, no, fuck this, we need to go with, like, everyone else, and Doc's just like, every man for himself. Yeah, he's kicking all... He's locking the doors, and he's kicking all the knobs off. So Jamie Lee comes out, and then she thinks that a killer, like, Kenny is coming for her. Yeah, she sees a silhouette. And fucking Doc's like, yo, fuck you, and he just locks her out, but it's just the main conductor who's... Yeah, yeah, she hops out. She hops out of the um, hops out of the room to get away from Doc, and then down the hallway we see the silhouette, the top hat, yeah. and the fucking axe of a person coming towards her. And then she starts banging on the door. Doc, let me in. Let me in. Let me in. Asshole. Obviously, like, every, every person man for themselves. Him- yeah, every man for themselves. Every man for himself. He doesn't say that again, but that's his fucking yeah. his his thought process on this shit. And, um, I mean, it turns out that it's one of the conductors, so she saved. And then he realizes there was a door that wasn't locked. So now he's he's in all paranoia, and he's, like, thrashing around the room with a stool, thinking, like, where the fuck is Kenny, like, this and that. And then Kenny was, like, under one of the benches. Yep. And when the – you had pointed this out, and I had not noticed the hand. We obviously realize it's Kenny's hand. But there's a little detail, and maybe you want to get into this now. Yeah, so when Kenny ultimately, you know, comes to to kill Doc, Doc's just kind of like sitting. Kenny puts his hand over Doc's shoulder, and then we see red nail polish, like a dark red nail polish. And I I, I told Steven, I was like, that's like kind of a giveaway right there as to who the who the killer is. So we didn't mention before, but so we've got David Copperfield, the magician, but we also have his assistant, mm-hmm. which a woman. is a woman who happens to have red nail polish. Now, this woman has some features about her that look very masculine. Sure. Could pass yeah, as a could, woman. Could, could definitely pass as a woman, for sure, for sure. You know, you're like, hmm. Because she always pe- appears, this, this assistant, right after the commotion of everything. And at one point, when they all decide, they all are like, yo, it's the magician killing. And she's like, oh, there's a commotion going on, the magician assistant. And David Copperfield's character is just looking at her like, yeah. <laughs> and she, she's she got, like, a sword, which goes back to the beginning when the dude in the Groucho uh, costume was killed mm-hmm. with the sword. And he's just looking at her, like, side-eyed, like, I know you're up to something. So, of course, she, like... Surprise! Kenny has been dressing up as the female, the female magician, magician assistant, and uh, yeah, that's like the big reveal. So it's really cool though because like Kenny's been there killing the whole time in front of your faces, and like you don't realize it until like that's like the big reveal is that Kenny was like you knew that like it was Kenny that was coming back to take revenge, yeah. but you didn't know that it was Kenny dressed as a woman. Yeah. As the magician's assistant. Right. You just maybe thought that he was like in another costume or something. Yeah. You know, which I think that's an awesome swerve. Oh, that's a great twist. Yeah. That's a great twist. I love that reveal. Yeah. I I first saw this like years ago. I think I saw this like right after high school or like towards the end of high school. But I didn't I didn't know it. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, that's that's I couldn't tell. No, me either, man. Me either. Um, But. The, the reveal at the end is really cool. Um, it's just the whole commotion and everything like that. And then Jamie Lee and Kenny. 
Kenny's in another disguise. He's in like an old man mask now. They have a real they have an awesome altercation. Yeah. In one of the in one of the carts where she blocks herself in some like cage some thing. like cage cage area in yeah. it. And he's like banging out all all of the um the all lights, of the lights the and everything and just like taunting her. He's like jamming stuff in there trying to trying to get her. She ends up stabbing him with one of those um Receipt. Receipt spikes. Yeah. She stabs him, like, right in the face, which you had mentioned it would have been better in the eye. Yeah. I definitely agree. Like, Like, she did with Michael. Yeah. So she kind of gets him in the cheek or on, like, the side of the face. Which is funny you say Michael because we had drawn some parallels. Her scream. Her scream. You, It's literally the exact scream that she does in Halloween when she falls over the banister. Yeah. Yeah. So go watch the movie. And then listen for it because the way that she screams and the way that she does certain things in this movie, it sounds like they fucking pulled it out of Halloween yeah. and just th- dubbed it in. They definitely didn't do that. It's just Jamie Lee being Jamie Lee because she's the screen yeah, queen. Yeah, I think, I think they were like, Jamie, do the thing. Just do your thing. Do the, th- do the thing. Do the y- thing. You know? And then <laughs> she's like, all right, oh, that scream. And, you know, she does the scream but also you'd mentioned too that the whole like when kenny's like choking her she's doing like the choking the way like michael it sounds just, just like, like yeah when she, when michael and her were were, were having that little choking yeah. thing at the end of halloween so they have their altercation she knocks him out of the train and we think that's the end of kenny yeah but we see that he's holding on yeah and then there's a cool reveal just to remind you that he's not dead because everyone else thinks like, oh, it's it's over. We're going to be at the next boarding station soon. You know, it's the sun's coming up. And then like you just see. So it's a shot of Jamie Lee just like resting. And then you just fucking see Kenny in the old man mask upside down, upside down. It's it, it's almost like. Either it reminds me of a shot from like Salem's Lot when the vampires are at the window, or like when Michael is at the window in Lost Boys, kind of just like kind of. Like... Yeah, he's upside down. He's like crawling down the window. Yeah. It's almost like the scene in Nightmare Twenty Thousand Feet with William Shatner, the oh, Twilight Zone. Right? right, you are right. When the little gr- when the they they're supposed to be gremlins. That's like the whole thing behind it. But yeah, like. It's kind of yeah. like that too, which is funny because, like we had mentioned before, the whole Twilight Zone marathon, yeah. New Year's Eve. Hey, man, it's cool when you. I mean, they didn't like. They didn't. No, we didn't. They didn't plan that, but it, it just a funny. It's just cool, like how yeah, full circle yeah, shit, man. It's cool. it, it always happens with us. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Man. Yeah. So yeah, Kenny's not daddy. He he crawls back in. And um, I think she goes and looks for, like, one of the conductor workers. And now Kenny's dressed like one of the workers. Yeah, she goes into the she goes into the cart, and you see the conductor um, hat on, but he's, like, kind of face down in his arms. And she goes, and she's, like, trying to talk to him. And she sits down, and he fucking grabs her arms. And he's wearing the clear – he's wearing, like, this clear mask. It, it almost, almost- – Almost like the Alice, sweet Alice type mask. Right. Yeah. It kind of looks like, it looks like a mask of his own face. Yeah. Like they'd call it like a death mask or something like that. Right. It kind of looks like that, but it's super creepy. I love it. She's like, her hands are extended, right? And he just like grabs them and she like looks up and fucking, 
he she's just staring at him like face to face that was a great shot yeah it was a great fucking shot and it's just like oh shit yeah like it's kenny and they're face to face now (laughs) you know I, i love that shot and then he like takes the mask off and we get to hear his voice. He pulls out the full, but this is this is the reveal. This is the reveal that he he has been hidden in plain sight the whole time. Yep. He takes the mask off, and then he takes the hat off. And then as he's taking the hat off, he's wearing um the, the blonde the wig. Blonde wig. Yeah. And then we have, and then he pulls out the 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 false teeth. And then we have the flashback of him with David Copperfield doing all being his assistant in the magic. And you're just like, I'm. That's fucking cool. That's yeah. a great twist. Like he's been there the whole time, right in front of your yep. fucking eyes, bro. Yeah. So and it's great because then like he he pulls her in like real close and he's like almost jealous of because like David Copperfield's character was like clearly into Jamie Lee Curtis and you know he was very charming and um you know she I think she was vibing with it too yeah she yeah it was I mean and, the drinks were flowing yeah and the pot but, was being the smoking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was joints definitely been rolling. <laughs> they were smoking joints. They were drinking. So everybody's everyone's having a good time. Everybody was just Eve. feeling, yeah. feeling it. <laughs> and it's it's funny too because like he pulls Jamie in and he's like, "You liked him," and like I dig his voice, man. It's a very creepy voice. He must have been working on it in the insane asylum. Must have <laughs> because it's 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 very creepy, and I kind of wish we heard a bit more of it. I mean, yeah, it would have. I don't know how it would have worked. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. No. But I, I do appreciate it. Like it's a very good creepy voice. And then she's like, "No, Kenny, like you, you're you're better than magic at him and this and that." And kiss me. He's like, "Kiss me." <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> "Kiss me, kiss me." And then she does kiss him, and then it, it sets him back into the whole prank in the beginning, and he he just has that flashback. And he has a total mental breakdown. Yeah, as soon as he kisses her and he's, like, holding her arm, he starts to freak the fuck out. And then our our main conductor comes in with the save and takes the coal shovel and knocks him the fuck off the train cart. Fucking whaps him a good couple times. Yeah, like, a good two times, and his body plummets to, like, this river full of, like, ice, and just, like, you hear, like, the body just break upon impact. Oh, yeah, break upon him. It's like... Yeah, and then he starts fucking going down the river. Yeah, that's it. Was a great ending. Yeah, and that's it. That's just how the movie ends. Roll credits. Roll credits. Yeah. Terror train. Dude. And even then, Jamie Lee doesn't get top bill on it. Does she not? Doesn't get top bill on it. Yeah, she was. Which, she was the second, and I don't even think in the beginning. I mean, she's she got at top the bill. peak of her career right here. Well, not the peak, but like her career is really starting to boom now because. You know, Halloween 78, then prom night, and like you mentioned before, now this, and like, you know, it's taking off. So mm-hmm. you would think that she would get top bill with how successful Halloween was. Who, knows? Who knows? We also forgot to mention, uh, we do see a beheading of Doc. That was so satisfying. Yeah. You don't see it happen, but... That was the most brutal of the killings. Yeah. And that's because Doc was the fucking mastermind behind all of it. So, Kenny really had that fucking vendetta against him. Yep. And he and cuts so his he, fucking He got head it off. the best, man. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Doc. Fuck Doc. <laughs> but overall, man, I love this movie. Yeah. I really try to go out of my way, like, every or close to New Year's Eve, like, and watch this because it, it's definitely become 
a favorite of mine. We knew that we would be talking about this movie at this time. Like, yeah. it was a given. It's too good of an opportunity to not talk about it. Again, we are here in person. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. What a better time to watch. Yeah, this, this, this episode will drop after yeah. New Year's Eve, but what a way to fucking kick off the New Year than talk about this. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And then, dude, uh, you brought down Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. I did. I got... Um, so when we talked about Black Christmas... I mentioned to you about Bob Clark's earlier horror films, which I'd like to make a correction about Deranged. He did not direct it, but produced it. But one of the actors, Alan Ormsby, who's in Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things, directed it. Okay. And Tom Savini did the effects on it. Oh, fuck yeah. Which he also does the effects on Death Dream as well. Okay. So we got to visit that. But yeah, I brought down... Children shouldn't play with dead things. 50th anniversary 4K. I can't wait to watch it on your TV. I can't wait to actually watch it. Yeah. So I'm glad you had brought that down. So that's that's on the list this weekend too. Oh, for sure. I, Between I, that and Twilight Zone marathons kicking off tomorrow, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're go- we're gonna be pretty fucking set, man. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, any other like final thoughts on Terror Train before we give our rating? One thing I do want to say is. There's a fucking remake to this now. I don't know. That's if I- right. Tubi, which I love Tubi. Shout out Tubi. Tubi rules. Yeah, they have great fucking deep cut gems on there. Um, sure. So I'm not dissing Tubi as far as like their library, but it. I guess they're making their own originals. Maybe and- we should check it out. Do you kind of want to check it out? I kind of want to just see what it's about. All right. Maybe we we'll can, check it out. We can check it out. When do you want to check it out? I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, got to be soon. Maybe tonight. Maybe we'll just maybe we'll check it out tonight. Burn one and check it out. Yeah, we'll burn one and check it out. Fuck it. I I heard it was shit. <laughs> but if know. you really want to check it out, we can watch it. It's pretty crazy. Um, there's already a sequel in the works. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know how it is. I can't really. I but can't. again, all all love to Tubi and their library. They have a great selection of deep cut horror. And I mean, um, good, ninja films. Oh my gosh, they have a dude. great selection. Of ninja they films. have so many ninja films on there. For Ninja November, I was like watching a shit ton of the Godfrey Ho ninja films. Yeah. So, but good shit that they have. You know, original flicks. I don't know if they've done that in the past or what. But I don't. I mean, that's pretty fucking not cool. To my knowledge. I mean, if it's but getting good a, for them, if it's getting a sequel, good for them. Hey too. man, we that's lived cool. through the era of sci-fi original shitty horror. Every Saturday, there'd be like a new sci-fi original and be the worst CGI horror film uh, creature feature. And it's just like, how, who the fuck? I guess sci-fi is just funding the money. Sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like they they're just pissing money away to like people turn like out it. these people shit love that. films. People love that. Oh no, I know like Clownado, Sharknado, all that shit is like a big thing. It's like, you know, they're so bad it's good. But dude, what the fuck is Clownado? <laughs> is that a movie? It is a movie. You're kidding? I'm me. not fucking so. What the fuck is that? <laughs> all right, so <laughs> you remember in 2016. Uh, during October, where there was that clown scare of people dressing yeah, up, of course, and yeah. shit in random places. Yeah. So they capitalized on that by making, after Sharknado, the same makers, they did one with clowns, and it was like a fucking tornado filled filled with creepy clowns. It exists. It's a sci-fi original. 
You're fucking kidding me. I'm not fucking kidding you, man. It exists. <laughs> I'm going to have to look into that. I'm that's, curious. That's a shoot, brother. That's a shoot. <laughs> that's a shoot. <laughs> Fuck, man. I've never even seen Sharknado. Have you? I've seen bits and pieces during Shark Week. Uh, it's got... One, there's, like, one of the actors from Beverly Hills 90210. He's, like, always in these... Oh man, he's got like a resurgence, I guess, with these movies. So. Like, like a C movie actor now, like that ain't oh, even like a B movie. Yeah, no, point, it's right? it's C level. Is there shit, even man. a C level? Yeah, man, I'm I'm sure this new terror train. I'm it. It might be like a C level. I hate movie. to judge a movie by its cover, but man, it does look fucking C level. C level. <laughs> oh boy. Well, we'll 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 check it out. We'll see. Yeah, on the topic of like those. Those types of like C movies, man. Bird Demick's not that bad. That guy did the thing. He did the thing. Yeah. Did you ever see the? You tried giving me a copy of Bird Demick. <laughs> like, I don't I accidentally want it. bought two of them. Somebody bought it. It was sealed. Right on. I got a copy somewhere. Good for them. Yeah, I got it for like five bucks. They yeah, got sold I heard for five bucks. <laughs> I've seen little clips and like, man, those effects like. But it almost, it's almost like they. It looks like they did it on purpose. This was one guy who did it. One, oh, one really? guy filmed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was like, he was like some older guy, bro. And he would like drive around in like a van and like promote it, promote it. He would like drive around in a van and, and promote it. And he would like have like blood and birds and stuff all on his car and shit. And then he would like tell people about his movie. He like did all the CGI and shit himself. There's a whole vice thing about him. And there's okay. like a whole vice thing about like these directors that make movies like that interesting it's cool like i love that ambition when it comes to filmmaking he fucking did it and he got that movie re- <laughs> he got that movie released hey man. dude severin released it yeah severin released it he got so, that fucking movie made so i mean i respect that guy hey i would love to have if i was a filmmaker i'd love to have a label like seven films putting out yeah. something oh so. dude i'd love to have fucking vinegar syndrome release one of my movies man i'd love fucking severin to release one of my movies yeah. great labels man great labels. and i mean i love i love that vinegar syndrome has the partner labels too yeah which is awesome they've really expanded with their partner labels so yeah i love i love that shit um but with that being said you ready to rate this thing yeah you go first all right i am giving terror train a 7.9 7.9 out of 10 good shit i genuinely enjoy this one it's during the peak of the slasher craze a great cast. Again, you've got the Scream Queen herself, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Vanity. Uh, I got to check out that movie you had mentioned with Vanity. And the it. Last Dragon? I, yeah, I'd like to check Rules. that out. Who's the master? Shonuff? Man, let me tell you. Shonuff, iconic villain. Yeah. Dude, at one point, he tells a character, he's like, kiss my converse and he just like fucking kicks him right in the face it's like a funny martial arts film mm-hmm. um and again dude this show enough the shogun of harlem fucking badass dude it's one my mom raised me on yeah, yeah she loves the last dragon and um tarantino probably loves it i feel like tarantino would fuck with it yeah for sure uh but dude there's so many fucking good lines, especially from Shonuff. Like, 
catches bullets with his teeth. I could go on for it. I'm gonna I'll save all these quotes out, for a little. Yeah, let's fucking let's let's do that movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving away too many good about quotes that right fucking now. Movie, man. Yeah. yeah, we talked about you know not only covering like horror films, but like also like good '80s action and exploitation films, and. I think Last Dragon would be so fun. Let's do to it. Watch. Let's do it. Let's let's fucking let's definitely go. be an episode down the road for us to cover. Let's for go sure. through the movies that we want to do. We'll throw yeah. that on there. We'll figure out when to do it. Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah, good shit. So yeah, seven point nine. Um, I try to watch it almost e- around New Year's Eve every year. This and New Year's Evil is another honorable mention. Which I don't know. Maybe next year around this time we can cover that for sure. I'm down. Yeah, I say 7.9 if you haven't seen it and you're looking for a slasher film and you're in the mood for a holiday slasher because who doesn't you know love a holiday slasher i love them so i yeah so this is one you definitely should check out for sure so for me man i give terror train a 7 out of 10 man 7 out of 10 7 out of 10 i love this movie i love this movie like you love this movie it's a must watch going into the new year for me i love jamie lee in it Uh, i love the twist at the end great twist great twist man and kenny is a great killer kenny's a great killer dude i love the groucho yep a lot of the points go to the groucho for me (laughs) most of the points go to the groucho it was a sick costume i like the characters they did a really good job at writing the characters i have a strong dislike for doc i hate doc which is a good thing because you want to hate. Yeah, Doc. you want to hate Doc. You right, like, you so like you, Jamie yeah. Lee. You like Mo. Yeah. So seven out of ten, my friend. Seven out of seven ten. out of ten. Love this movie. Well, that uh pretty much wraps up our talk on Terror Train. That it does, man. Yeah. So if you like what you've been watching and or listening to, you can find us at Dead with My Friends Podcast on Instagram, as well as YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave us a rating and review. Five-star ratings really help the show grow. We'd greatly appreciate it. And we hope you all have a happy and safe new year. Go watch Terror Train. Go watch Terror Train. Happy New Year. Watch some Twilight Zone, too. Peace. And some Twilight Zone, yes. Yes.